Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for May 1st to the 7th of 2022. And it's a pretty packed personal week. Venus is busy, Mercury's busy, Jupiter is weighing in with a very special alignment as is Mars and the Sun. We have Beltane, the cross quarter. Ooh, but you see, all personal. So deep breath. Plus, we're right basking in the glow of the Taurus new moon solar eclipse of April 30th. So we're still riding the wave of eclipse energy throughout this week and for the next six weeks at a minimum. So keep that in the back of your mind. You're resetting in your Taurus department and it's going to shift things in other departments automatically. So our week kicks off on Sunday, the 1st of May with a Venus sextiling Pluto. This energy depends deepens all emotions and strengthens bonds and attachments. Friendships and love relationships become much deeper and sometimes more intense, not to mention any physical sexual experiences. Being fake or superficial is never possible when Pluto is involved. And because Venus is involved, we're talking relationships or how you relate in general. So if you are needing to dig a little deeper with someone, you are supported. This energy can facilitate positive transformation in your relationships, partnerships, or collaborations. It will give you added power to help you change what needs changing or at least get it on the table for a deeper discussion or a clearing conversation. Your emotional intensity may be at an unusually high level, so be sure to surround yourself with people who love you unconditionally or try to be alone and just reflect on what you're feeling, okay? Venus brings up our feelings. Our relationships and finances, our values and priorities, all that good stuff. But it's in an opportunity to transform something with Pluto, okay? And so, of course, some people resist change. We don't want to do that right now because this is an easy angle. This is an opportunity to gain some traction. And that means if you could let go of one thing, it clears the space and opens the way for that better, higher level thing to come in its place. But if you hold on, that energy is blocking. The new energy cannot get in there. So we like Pluto. But again, it can't be fake and superficial. No once overs. You know, this isn't the you know hi, how you doing? Small talk. This is let's get into a deep discussion and, and change something and, and come up, come out of that conversation changed in some way. Right. Relationships or finances, whatever's up for you. So right there, that means she's in her late degrees of Pisces linking up with Pluto. That's earth and water. So it does have to do with your body and emotions there, right? The very next day, she moves from water into fire and slips into Aries from May 2nd to May 28th. She will be in Aries. This is a whole nother vibration. We want to consider this an introduction to your newly initiated self. Venus has just made a full journey through the signs, activating your inner sacred feminine. It took her a little longer than usual because she lingered in Capricorn during 21-22 crossover, right? December, January. As she does every eight years in Capricorn. So we're on the other side of that now. And we are navigating the release side of her current cycle. And this month, the clearing happens at the heart chakra as she moves through Aries. So the last time she was in Aries was March 2021. How have you grown and evolved since then? How have your values and priorities shifted regarding your personal independence, individual power, deepest passion, and true purpose? How is all that required an upgrade or is feeling an upgrade right now? What is complete 
and what is initiating where your relationships, finances, and magnetics are concerned. Our magnetic field works for us. It's customized just for you. We have to ask the question at this time, what is it all worth to you? What is the difference in how you expressed yourself pre-2020 and COVID and how you want to express yourself in new ways now post-2020 COVID, right? And all that's gone with it that's changed our world, right? What have you learned about yourself in the last couple of years? What have you learned about your immediate friends, family, community, and your place or preferences within each connection? Are your relationships a vibrational match? Do they embody conscious equal partnership and the reciprocity that feels delicious, sincere, joyful, and balanced? Deep breath. This is what we want in our conscious equal partnerships. It's also a good time to look at the houses and planets with Aries energy activated to know what specifics are coming up for you personally. Venus is all about your innate magnetics, what you naturally magnetize and repel. And Aries is all about being brave, walking by faith, and getting things started. Don't worry about where it's going to go or how it's going to work. None of that matters. Let's just take that first step. When we have a deep passion and true purpose, we lead by example. And that is the energy within you being renewed at this time. As you're able to anchor this renewed sense of self, identity, and purpose that you've developed over the last year or so, there will be new opportunities for new relationships and collaborations. But you may have to lead. Remember, when you know who you are and what you want, and you're willing to be individually responsible, you inspire others to carry their own weight and be responsible for their own energy and vibration. It's always you is an old adage of mine that means whatever you are magnetizing into your life is but a reflection of what is within. You can take back your power by being responsible for what is within and around you, and that automatically shifts your outer world in brilliant, beautiful, and completely unexpected ways. More than ever, we have to operate from heart center. You have to actually care to get engaged. And so often you must clear away all that you do not care about so that what you do care about has more room to grow, evolve, and expand. This Venus work is going to be very personal for those with Aries, Libra, and Cancer Capricorn activated in their charts. Deep breath. I'm going to go ahead and link the next Venus circle because it is the heart chakra. And anyone that wants to drop in, there's a link to the Venus circle page so that you can register to either subscribe and join us every month or just drop in when you need to. And especially this month, like I said, as she moves into Aries, that's all of our opportunity to have a reset. So I've also listed here another light and shadow list. I hope you like my picture that I chose for Venus in Aries. That's my warrioress that I love so much. I think she's beautiful. But when Venus in Aries is balanced and operating at its highest level, that gives us the access and the ability to know and articulate our personal needs. Instinctive self-preservation that negotiates up front This is all going to be good for us for the next three to four weeks. Being clear and decisive while still considering others. Being fiercely protective of life and loved ones. Knowing who you are and what you want. Mastering patience, consideration, and empathy. Deep breath. Being passionate about your life's purpose. Accomplishing goals with a clear direction in life. Staying present, trusting, and walking by faith. Valuing physical activity and healthy competition. Knowing when to fight and when to back off. 
being a fearless leader that cultivates independence in others, and thriving as a self-sufficient, independent adult with a youthful spirit all your life, meaning no matter what your age, that I am presence within you, that heart-centered, innocent child heart that we have access to can be very Aries-like. Now the shadow, and certainly what's up for clearing, and with that last activation at the late degrees in Pisces as it hit Pluto, that's a sign that as we rebirth, that transformation is going to be that much easier. But it also tells me that all this that I'm about to talk about is easily released at this time too. So definitely do a burning bowl if you need to, which is like write down everything that you want out of your life, rip it up and burn it, take the ashes to living water or bury them in the earth to be composted start releasing things consciously. So being competitive in love is a shadow aspect of Venus and Aries. Game playing and manipulation. Acting rashly in the heat of the moment. Being impulsively cruel or indiscriminate anger. Being confrontational in an effort to get your own way. Acting hard when soft would get better results. Deep breath. Completely disregarding those near and dear to you. Acting like a petulant, spoiled child, saying things that you cannot take back. Tit-for-tat mentality and a desire for vengeance, which is a toxic version of justice. You know, we're always talking about toxic mimics. Gangs are a toxic mimic of community. Pornography is a toxic mimic of sensuality or sexuality. Vengeance can sometimes be a toxic version of justice not necessarily good for us. Creating struggle unnecessarily, feeling like everything has to be a fight. Okay, definitely drop that one. Expecting those you love to prove their love, basically testing them unnecessarily. Shadow Venus and Aries, let's let all that go or clear it from your field if you're a victim of these things coming at you. And clear, clear, clear. Again, that reset that happens in Aries is so juicy no matter what kind of chart you have. You know, this is always a new beginning when any planet makes it back to Aries. So let's take advantage of that. Now, Venus moving into Aries was May 2nd. So May 3rd, I have the link here to join my Astro 101 class. I've had several people inquire, but only one registration so far. So if you want to get in on this class, the first class is Tuesday, May 3rd, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be every Tuesday through May and June, 7 to 9 Eastern. So if that time works for you, that's great. If it doesn't work for you, we do record them. And I do ask that you send in your questions and and things that you want me to talk about so that they're on the recording. And hopefully that way, none of the things that you want to learn about will get missed. And it's worked out beautifully. You know, most people make most of the classes. Everybody has something come up once in a while. But it's really fun to get together weekly. And we do form a bond because it's a pretty intimate group. It usually is under 10 people. And I'm hoping this time we have at least five or six. So jump in here and register as soon as you can. If you've been on the fence, we're getting started this week. And you can probably join up until May 10th, the next class. And after that, we kind of take off. The first class is introductory and we get things started and set up for everybody and then we get rolling. So join us if you can. That link is in this blog as well for May 3rd. Same day, which is kind of auspicious. Jupiter in the sky sextiles Pluto. So this is very special, relatively rare. Jupiter's only in Pisces every 12 years. Pluto's only in Capricorn every 248. So it's been there over... 
12 years. So we got two shots at this, y'all. Back in 2010, because Pluto had already moved into Capricorn by 2008, we got a shot at Jupiter-Pluto energy to transform our lives. So what kind of upgrades did you have in 2010? What ways did your consciousness expand and transform? Which ways did you change your thinking and change what you believe to be true or possible? How did you really grow that year of 2010? And think about how it was 2011 was really powerful. 2012 was really powerful. It just kind of every year built on each other after that, in my recollection. So let's start with just the energies. This is your truth and story and belief system, Jupiter, 12-year cycle that moves in three-year increments. Linking up with an opportunity to gain some traction around some Pluto purification and transformation work you've got going on. So again, consciousness and transformation. This energy brings expansion and regeneration, allowing you to gain serious traction and get big things done. On a personal level, your truth and story is due for a renewal. You've grown. Your life has changed. Your consciousness has expanded in recent years. And these two are going to assist you in making great strides in a short amount of time because of this evolution. Deep breath. It is concentrated growth and development with incredible support for overall integrity. Robert Hand, a fellow astrologer, says this combination symbolizes regeneration to a higher plane of existence. I would add on multiple levels, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So this could also usher in a renewed sense of deep faith in yourself, life, and your own process for developing your consciousness. And because Jupiter expands and activates your belief systems, this activation can stimulate a spiritual rebirth as well as a literal one, which would be like an improved environment. Jupiter's the benefactor. It always brings blessings and expands our life generally in positive ways, depending on where you're at. This is when you learn or begin to know something that utterly changes you on a soul level and you are never the same thereafter. So you can also look for your story to evolve to its natural next level as your awareness is expanded and you cannot go back. That reads, you can't unknow what you know. Okay, deep breath. This is an opportunity between two major energies, a social planet, Jupiter, and a collective planet, Pluto, to come together in a positive, effective way. Ultimately, this activation will affect you and those around you because Jupiter makes things bigger and Pluto permanently changes things. So if you're ready for big and permanent change, these two support you and your efforts. Deep breath. Okay, that's the two planets coming together. Now let's discuss a few relevant details because this one is relatively rare and special. Jupiter in Pisces is making the rounds, essentially. In February, Jupiter linked up with Uranus to awaken our consciousness in a way that we really should not fall back asleep. Let's honor whatever personal wake-up call that you received, okay? February, March. In April... Jupiter initiated a completely new vision of possibility with Neptune. This too was a reset to our social and collective consciousness. Personally, our faith and what we believe to be true or possible was tested. Then today, May 3rd, Jupiter links up with Pluto for the final transformation to the next level. So basically, the two biggest, most radical change agents, Uranus and Pluto, are on either side of that Neptune initiation. So this tells us to dream bigger, think differently, and expand your conscious awareness while taking more responsibility for maintaining healthy boundaries, okay? 
Neptune's an initiation, but anything with Neptune requires that we tend to our boundaries. Deep breath. That's the third on Tuesday. Wednesday the fourth, Mars sextile Uranus. So here's our sacred masculine getting in on the action. This energy gives you the inspiration and original ideas that will fuel new action steps in your personal life. Nice. Patience and discipline are not the theme when these two get together. So beware of any urge to change just for the sake of change. But if you're ready for a radical shift within or around you, then this activation could give you the clarity to break through any long-standing blockages. This energy, when consciously directed, can actually break you out of any ruts that you've been in, inspire and motivate you to authentic change. Deep breath. You have energy and the illuminating aha moments which propel you to a new enlivened state of being, although it may upset folks around you who would rather you keep things status quo. Think outside the box, improvise, try something new or in a new way, engage in activities that you've never tried before, and try to connect with a new and different circle of people. Deep breath. Okay, this is the awakening. It's Mars, who we are and what we want on the deepest level, how we get anything done, you know, in a good angle, opportunity to gain some traction with that breakthrough. So we all know breakdown precedes breakthrough. So just breathe through it and know that this ultimately is to get you out of the rut and onto your new level. Sometimes we can't do that by ourselves. We need a little push. Then the fifth is on Thursday, which is Beltane, and we have the sun conjuncting Uranus. So this is another auspicious activation on the same day as something else special and wonderful. Sun linking up with Uranus, which it does every year. Uranus spends seven years or so in his sign. Right now, it's moving through Taurus. So every year for seven years, we get to wake up our Taurus department in new ways and infuse it with energy and light of the sun. This energy serves to provoke a radical shift within you, catalyzing the desire to breathe fresh, clean, new, vital energy into the idea of who you are and what you came to contribute. It may not be comfortable, but it is necessary. And even more so for those of you who are rigid in your habits and thinking or those of you who depend on others to validate who you are and what you contribute. Sometimes a little disruption serves to get you focused on what is really important to you. And at this time, change is in the air. It is far better to use the intensity of collective change to shift on personal levels rather than try to go it alone or worse, play the martyr or victim. It's time for your most unique self to contribute the peace that only you can. This activation may bring the sudden clarity that you need and a refreshed attitude toward life, which can help tremendously as you fortify the connection to what makes you feel truly free, sovereign, and independent. If you resist the shift, you will manifest other disruptions that are far less productive, much more frustrating, and significantly more costly. Okay, deep breath. So let's definitely do this one consciously. So the upgrades, upgrades, that's what I keep hearing, you know, with the eclipses, break the real line, changes in the air, Uranus brings change, Pluto brings change, okay? We're on the other side of Venus retrograde, we're on the other side of the new year, we're on the other side of COVID to the extent that 
new definitions are flying around and how we function is changing again. So deep breath, y'all. You know, if we can be grounded in our Taurus energy, bringing in any Virgo and Capricorn you got and put it to work to help you stay grounded and practical and present in your body, which is the most important. That's your literal experience. Then we can use Beltane to help us with this. This is the season of fertility, conception, community, sacred union, gifts and abundance, celebration of sexuality, freedom and responsibility balancing out, new bonds and attachments, ripening, blossoming and fruition. This is when things really start to blossom if you're following nature. Starts to get colorful, starts to come alive. You start to recognize things. Beltane, the cross quarter, Taurus, gate of power. This is an infinitely potent time. It is an in-between place, also referred to as the sweet spot, that very thin membrane between seed and new life, between spring equinox and summer solstice. It reminds us of the beauty and sustenance Mother Earth has always provided, not just for humans, but for all life on this planet. It is time to tune in, harmonize, and synchronize your rhythm with nature's rhythm. Just like we invite the invisible assistants and ancestors during Samhain, the Scorpio cross-quarter and gate of power in November, which honors death in the life-death-life cycle, we can now invite the elementals, nature spirits, divas, and the plant kingdom into conscious collaboration honoring their teachings and sacrifices made to assist, feed, and support life on this planet in ways humans may not always be capable of. Man, the more I learn about plants, the more I realize how much they want to help us. But we still got free will and choice. So we have to cultivate that relationship with the elementals, nature spirits, divas, and plant kingdom. Beltane marks the beginning of summer. Life is bursting forth, initial work is done, and this is a time to celebrate fertility, abundance, and our relationship to mother. It is a time to celebrate all that you have created and contributed to while mindfully preserving life along the way. Ritual, dance, drumming, toning, and or chanting are always used in celebrations of earth and her bounty as is wearing or surrounding yourself with green, the color of life, love, and the heart chakra. All right, that's three times it's been mentioned this week, y'all. Heart chakra is being worked. And that's 5-5, five, five, which is a magical number of change. This is a powerful week, y'all. This is deep. On the 6th, which is Friday, Mercury is going to sextile Venus. This is a great opportunity to beautify your ideas improve or deepen them so that they are expressing more of your unique authenticity. Communication in relationships usually goes well under this influence. This energy also turns your thoughts and ideas toward how you feel and what inspires you with love and beauty. This is a great time to be particularly creative or do something that activates your own inner artist. It is best to keep it light and let go of your mundane burdens just for a time. Pleasure reading, a walk on the beach, a play or a museum are all good things to do at some point this week, if possible. So we always say in person or online or however you can do it, stimulate your imagination and your creativity. When Mercury and Venus are together, oh my God, can get super, super creative. The other thing is, I looked it up. Even though Mercury's running into a retrograde, Venus is going to move on faster. So there's no three times over with this, but it's still feeding into the retrograde process. So it's almost like extra spices and compliments to what we're going to be really chowing down on 
as our main meal will be the actual three times over activations. So when I say this is feeding into the Mercury retrograde process without being legit part of it, what I'm talking about is what Mercury is going to hit as it moves through Taurus into Gemini and back. Okay, so it's going to hit a few things along the way. The only four things it's hitting three times over is Jupiter and Mars in a sextile, which is an opportunity to gain some traction around your consciousness and the expansion of your belief system along with your choices and actions. You know, all those ideas, it's, it's really good reworking. It's not a bad thing. And then we have the usual conjunction with the sun, which happens every time Mercury retrogrades, and a trine with Pluto, which is, again, that ease and grace for the transformation of our consciousness. But in between there is a couple sprinkles, and Mercury to Venus is one of them. It was mostly April leading into May and June. So this is our zone for Mercury retrograde. Then on Saturday, the 7th, the sun is going to sextile Mars. This is an excellent time for action. I don't know with Mercury retrograde in the work, so take it with a grain of salt. You may have some good positive energy brewing that if it does not find an outlet, could turn negative or destructive. So do something, get moving, take action. Work on accomplishing some long sought after goals, physical, spiritual, emotional, mental, or material. The universe supports action at this time. Call in help from other like-minded souls Reach out, share this energy, and see where it leads. During this kind of energy, you could secure a stronger position, and if you have to fight for something, you will do so more effectively with this energetic support behind you. Deep breath. That's sun illuminating things and activating your individuality right along with Mars. But in a sextile, it's an opportunity, again, to gain some traction. Something's lighting up around your choices and actions that's getting more clarity. So where you're clear, you can take actions. But where you're not clear, hang back. If you have Taurus Gemini energy activated strongly, which I know several of you in my circle do, then know that this is a break to realign. This is a reworking of the consciousness as we move into the Mercury retrograde zone. It officially goes backwards next week on May 10th. And it goes forward on June 3rd, if anyone's wondering. So there'll be more about that in next week's missive. And I want to thank everyone for being part of my community. I hope you have a fantastic week. Reach out if you need to. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.